Uh, he's in the studio now, as you can see. Give it up for Mikey Moscato. That dude, that dude, that dude, dude, that dude. Not this dude, not the dude, that dude. All right, the mic's live, gentlemen. Mike's live. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, man. Thank you for having me down. Mikey! Can hey. I say Mikey? That's it. That's all good. <laughs> Man, it's good to have you in here. I'm glad to sit down and talk with you. We've kind of, uh, you know, revolved around each other a little bit in the scene, and now it's finally good to sit down and talk. Um, yeah, there we go. Just a little background, something in nonsense to keep it smooth. Before we move on, it's, uh, you know, I give you a salute. Before we move on, it's a, it's a tradition of the show. I've got um, some beverages back here. I've got water. I've got soda. And I've got one that I'm just gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you the option. Would you like a water or a soda? I'll take a water. You want to? You uh, take a water? Yes, sir. Slow down, guys. We haven't got to you yet. You know what I mean? I don't. You weren't on the flyer. I don't even know your name. Let's talk. I know Mikey Moscato. To your left, Mikey. Who do we have there? This is my boy Ronnie Dijon. Okay, Ronnie Dijon. Your mic's up, and your mic is up as well, sir. If you want to talk, feel free to step on up. Tell us who you are. Yeah, I'm GMC. That's my ace. JMC. GMC. GMC. Yeah. I like that. Grandmaster Cash. You ever heard of that guy? Yeah, yeah I heard of him. Okay, that's okay. You're young enough. Music, it's no correlation. You're too young to really. It's okay. It's no. It doesn't matter. I just, you know, as an old guy, you know, we want to make you aware of things like that. He was a. He was a. Uh, in case you don't know, before Run DMC and 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 uh, Rappers Delight, he was probably the king of New York rap. Uh, maybe a lot of people might have regarded him as that. He was very skilled lyricist. Big Daddy Kane. A lot of later artists got their style from him. Or so you know. It's not. It's nothing wrong with being named after a legend and a pioneer. It's oh, nothing wrong after that. Does your GMC stand for something, or is it just GMC? Uh, it stands for getting money constantly. I like that. I like <laughs> to get money. It's a good feeling. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's great. To so get Dijon, money. can I just call you Dijon? Perfect. Is that good? Perfect. Okay, GMC Dijon. I know Mikey. That dude. Now, was there a time where you won't, weren't Mikey Moscato? Is this a transition to a new brand? Exactly. Yeah. What um, were you? So everybody knows. Just so we can catch up, and so I know, but so people might have heard. The old brand and not familiar with the transition. What were you known as before Mikey Moscato? Oh, that dude. That dude. You were just that dude. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. I like that. That stands out. That yeah. stands out. Did you get a lot of attention being that dude? Yeah, like it's it's a well, first of all, it's hard to say every time you're introducing yourself to someone new, that dude, that dude. But um it stood out like people would stand back like Oh, he's cocky. But then it kind of it can work against you too. You know what I mean? If you're a little bit faded and you're puking, oh, he's. That I didn't dude. even ask. I got I got a I got a Moscato. It's a pink that, it's that a pink Moscato. Moscato. I like that. You got that? Okay, yes, sir. Thank you. I'm gonna drink one of those. Um, I, I forgot to buy water, guys. Honestly, I'm sorry. I got sodas. I'll take one of the Moscatos. The Moscatos. Got. I don't know if it's my turn yet, but. He's like, I, only, I only got one, and I got some sodas and a quarter water. Anybody want a soda or a quarter water? I'll Mountain Dew. Yeah, you take a soda, you pass that to him. Yeah. I was going to drink that with you, Mikey, but I'm going to pass. The wine goes in my head. You know? <laughs> Pepsi or Mountain Dew? Uh, Pepsi. There you go. All right, a little something it. for everybody. Yeah, Get this thing started. I appreciate that. Um, as we as we begin the interview, uh, and we're not, I'm taking the phone off. We're not doing call-ins right now. Maybe we'll get to that in a minute. Um, what the, these got Dijon GMC? Do they work on music with you? Um, you know, as an outside observer, why did you bring them along? Help explain their role. What's going on? This is my family. You know what I mean? Like okay. the whole crew is nobody fresher. They all do their own thing, but it's still family at the end of the day. Okay. 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 So you guys perform or produce? What do you? What do you, what do you Dijon? Do you rap? Do you sing? What do you do? A little bit of everything. Uh, I mean, 
I rap predominantly. Uh, okay. I produce as well. Okay. Um, I produce some of Mikey Moscato's tracks and some locals out here as well. Okay. You purchase nice frames. I see the nice frames. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where are you from originally? You from I'm, Arizona? I'm originally from L.A. L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And GMC, what do you do, my brother? Uh, I manage. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I do I do music, too. I'm You know, I work on my own stuff here and there. do a lot of features. Uh, okay. Got a few features with them, you know what I mean? And I, mind you, you can say nothing, Cracker. Oh, yeah. Nothing nah, honky. Nah. I work on music I do myself. the fuck I want to do, white man. You can say <laughs> I, I whatever. People, Feel free. You know, bring people together and keep this family going, you know what I'm okay. saying? So that's what I do. That's uh, good. That's good. That's good. And uh, that dude, Mikey Moscato, did you grow up in Arizona, Mikey? Uh, as a young kid, I grew up in Tucson until um, about the age of 12, and then we moved back east to uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And you live there till uh, till about twenty five. Um, always wow. want to come back to Arizona. Okay, you know what I mean, and like raise my okay. family. So a lot of your ex- a lot of your growing up experience was actually in in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh. You said. Yeah, that's why we had that little back and forth on you know self destruction or okay, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You actually like the West Coast version better. Um, is that is that the conversation I'm remembering? I, you know what I when think we were really talking was about that uh, when, when Easy came on and yeah, Hammer. I don't yeah. know what it was about that. Right, yeah, that yeah, stood yeah. out more to me. Yeah, now I got you. I, it was uh, it was a powerful movement for the West Coast. And we're speaking. Uh, if you don't know, we're speaking. We had a conversation about we're all in the same game versus self destruction, which was kind of the West Coast and East Coast's version of like you know let's. Uh, we're uh, all in the you know the the one where everybody got together. Uh, we are the world. Yeah, we are the world. It was like rap's version of We Are the World. Mm-hmm. And they did an East Coast version, and the West Coast followed up. And uh, I, I enjoyed, even on the East Coast, I enjoyed both versions. Of course, I was biased, you know. <laughs> um, that was early. That was still in the day and age when we weren't, we didn't understand the Jerry Curl. Because, you know, the Jerry Curls had already, they were long gone on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. And they kind of lived on on the West Coast. Um, or so, Shag, you know what I mean? So you started rapping in Pittsburgh? Yeah, just like um, like local house party type stuff. You right. know what I mean? Like, That's how a lot of us start, understood. And I'm going to date myself. You know, like when they used to have like uh, CD singles, the other side had the instrumental. Mm-hmm. So that's what you put on was the instrumental. And just rap, rap, rap mm-hmm. to the popular beats of the day. Hey, who didn't do that? We exactly. all did that, right? 50 Cent, that's how he started his whole career, basically. Making mixtapes where he redid the popular songs. Uh, do you enjoy the cannabis, Mikey Moscato? Um, we, you obviously enjoy a little wine. It's I in the love, name. I yeah. do love that. Um, and like, if you ever come to the studio too, it's always offered to me. Um, you know, occasionally, occasionally, more okay. edibles than anything else. Right. Okay. That's cool. That's interesting. You know, in a day and age where everybody seems to be smoking up everything and anything, you know, I appreciate the guys that don't smoke as much. You yeah, know? I get a little stupid, man. I don't want to be giggling the whole time. I'm not even gonna lie. Understood. Understood. I'm trying to cut back so I can get back to the giggle phase. I, you know, um, I'm not gonna ask beer, liquor, or water. That's obviously wine, um, and we're not worried about the weed. Beef, pork, or fish taco? Oh man, um, I love pork. The pork tacos. A lot of people. Is that the al pastor? Is that I a pork taco, pastor. or is that just the flavoring of the meat? I'm still a little confused about all the names. You know that? what? Oh God, I don't even know. That's okay. Honestly, it's just cool. Carnitas I'm not, is my favorite. Carnitas. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not assuming that you know all these questions, Mikey Moscato. Some people have claimed I'm a racial guy. You're very light skinned. I I sense you may be some some type of mix. I don't know what are you as a human being. Heinz 57. Um, I am a human being. I like that. That's good. I'm Um, assuming you're a human being. A little bit of everything. Um, Okay. You know what I mean? My dad being Hispanic, my mom Dutch, Irish, Welsh, all that. I picked up on the mix. 
because I I see I see some uh, Chicano Hispanic or however you want to say it I don't want to offend Latin I see that in you but then the pink highlights you have that pink undertone that uh, that some of us white folks have so I see that you know you 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 I, that's where I got the mix from well like when I get sunburned in the sun that's uh that's pink Moscato that's pink <laughs> 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 ah, Heinz fifty seven they cracking up over that uh, uh, over that line yeah well no nah, you know it's cool it's cool did, did did you confuse the fuck out of people in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. How like, did you? Um, how did you? How did being who you are as a human being? We're just you know, unfortunately in America, race still matters, and it's, oh, yeah. it still gets weird sometimes, especially in rap culture. For some of us, rap was very weird when I started. For white guys rapping, you know, I've, I've been called Beastie Boys, House of Pain, every Kid Capri, every I've been called every light skinned guy in the book, Marky Mark, you know. Um, so how was it for you beginning to rap in um, in Pittsburgh? And I guess what I mean, some people have no trouble. Did you have trouble with your friends or family? Did anybody look at you funny or treat you awkwardly because you wanted to be involved in hip hop? Um, well, like back when I was in Pittsburgh, I, I never really picked up on my just like, you know, with just like freestyling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you, like when I moved back east. Um, it was the undertone of the word, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, Mike, he's a wigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really like the way it was, honestly. Wow, so, you got called that too? That's oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> but it's just one of those things like, um, you know, even here, like I was like too white for the brown boys, too brown for the white boys back east. Mm-hmm. But um, I've I always, feel that like, pain. I've always just like really just kind of just with anybody I'm around, just be myself. So I sure. never really had too much problems. Sure. But um, when you're like at that age, <clears throat> I was like, what, 14 or so, we started wearing the Hispanic pride shirts. Me and my brother take a lot of pride in you know, our Southwest roots. Um, it started coming on a little bit more. Because I feel like, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, and I just moved here three years ago. So Mm -hmm. other than college, most of my life I spent in Richmond. And we didn't even, like, this this might sound a little strange, but we didn't even have Mexicans or any kind. All we had was Puerto Ricans and Filipinos and regular Asians. Like, we didn't didn't have any Mexicans until, like, 1995 or something. Like, it was, you know... They, they they came up the East Coast from the South and eventually you know made their way, but it just we didn't we weren't experience we didn't experience any any Mexican culture uh, yeah. on the East Coast. You understand? Well, like and even with my Hispanic culture, like um, <clears throat> like Mellow I grew up Man, with my mom, Mellow Man, I mean? Ace, and Kid Frost. That's oh, yeah. all we you know. For oh, and a while. I love Let's Kid Frost. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kid, Kid Frost, Frost represented Para La Raza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, not like growing up with my mom. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> my mom she's like one of the, the whitest ladies that loves to try to speak Spanish she's the coolest lady shout out to Debbie G if she's watching shout out to Debbie mom, my sister's named Debbie shout out to Good the ladies. Debbies out there um, but not like you know it was um, it was always one of those things where I think that's why I wanted to come move back you know back to AZ to have my kids more around that mm-hmm. you know what I mean because it was something that I really like kind of earned for like you know growing up with my mom which cool lady you know what I mean but I didn't really have you know, that heritage, like my brother who would live with my dad and everything would have. Understood. Understood. Um, okay. Yeah, well, that's crazy. I, You know, it's I, I couldn't imagine, um, you know, growing up in Pittsburgh, how was that? How was the hip-hop scene in Pittsburgh once you got involved in that? Well, it's crazy because even like um, like from young, young age, I've always loved like underground, underground mm-hmm. music, you know, and like mm-hmm. back in uh, Pittsburgh, I mean, there were some artists like... Um, you know, for anybody that's back in Pittsburgh watching this right now, like Tuffy Tough from Homewood. And Homewood's definitely not the area where I grew up in, but I still right. love Tuffy Tough. Sure. Um, you had Mailman from the uh, the Hill District, who actually was like on a lot of Chronic of 2001. 
actually helped drain all them produce a lot. Oh, right Mel, now. you said Mel, like Mel Mailman. Mailman. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar Mailman. with Melman yeah. and his production work, and he was he was one of those guys that got caught up in the Dre system. Like it could have could have popped for him, and it just he ended up being a team player, not a solo star kind of. But you know, exactly. yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. I like get it. Them no. Beast, Sam Snead, and then of course, like as I got older, you had like, of course, like your Mac Millers who was doing that at a young, like a new booty age. And then, sure. You know, sure. Wiz, it's cool. So I've always, um, you know, you're that lifestyle back in Pittsburgh. Like, even though I like, I was a little bit outskirts of downtown. I, I'd always be in the city, just because it's just the, it's just the vibe I like to be around. Yeah, I, I was get heavily it. influenced. Understood that. Understood that. Um, what was your first recording experience like? You talked about just, uh, you talk about just being at house parties and that kind of thing. What was, what drove you into a studio the first time, and what was it like? Well, my boy uh, GMC. He um, had me over to my boy um, Hondo's house, Henry Hondo. He records out of here. He's like in the tallest scenario. And it was my first recording I did, literally. And I'm dating my age. I'm old school. I'm an OG. You know what I mean? I'm 40. But like, I didn't really start recording until I was, what, 29. Mm-hmm. And uh, my best friend had passed away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Stefan. So, rest in peace. Rest yeah, in it was just more of like a, um, like a therapy for me. You know what I mean? So... It's probably one of the worst put together songs that we did because we were both learning, but it's probably like the most heartfelt song that I've had. You know what I mean? My favorite track. Right. Yeah, I was there when he showed me, I felt like it was his first rap. I'm like, man, he spit it for me and everything. It came out of nowhere. I was like, man, this is dope. <laughs> and he was like, man, I don't know if it's going to be tight or whatever. I'm like, man, that's dope. And from that day on, I felt like he took it so serious. It was like in his heart to keep going and, right. and doing music. And he never stopped. And he even helped me, influenced me to keep going. I started off as his hype man, just spitting in the back and learning how to perform. And, mm-hmm. and we mastered it. And it was just it was just his talent, man. It's a given gift for him, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it seems like you've jumped off pretty strong starting late, you know. Um, it's always interesting to me when people start late and what motivated you. said it was your, your, your friend passing. Do you think that put a lot of battery in your back, put a lot of fire in your heart to keep going? Because it started because of him, or did you just enjoy it so much? Do you think you kept going? Why? Why do you think you've been so determined with it once you got started? Oh, you definitely get. Um, for anybody that's ever started off and you get in a booth, there's just something that com- even when you step in a studio, there's something that just comes into you, you know. But yeah. um, I think it was just the reaction and, and the um, the relationships that you build off. You know what I mean? The music that you make, mm-hmm. and um, that's probably like one of the most heartfelt songs, and probably like my last heartfelt song that I've made because. You know, I usually do like pussy music as well. Like, yeah, the ones, the ones, the ones I, li- the ones I listen to. Uh, I listen to a lot of your music on SoundCloud, um, and it was one of your mixtapes in particular with some solo single ones too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of braggadocious, a lot of I'm fly, I'm gonna look at my shit, I'm, I'm doing it, kind of, kind of, you know. But it's, it's good. I like that. It's uplifting. You know, it's motivating music. It's uh, if you're celebrating, it's great music and. Uh, do you think you do you think you have a sound and and where do you think your sound comes from if, if Mikey Moscato has a sound? Um, other than like you said, getting pussy music. Does that sum it up? It's getting pussy music. What well, like um, you know, my wife, my wife's gonna be like, what the f-? no? But uh, <laughs> I get it. No, I no. get it. I get but, it. But um, no, my sound. I mean, I want to have a very fun sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that I listen to is like more street. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I like to have more of a fun sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to. I like that shock effect when someone's like, "Did you just hear what he said?" You know what I mean? I love that. There's, so um, I know it's hard to say. It's hard to say what my sound is, but just like a fun sound, something that you can still be in the club, a little more slower, but you're gonna bop to it. I see. There's a song here, "Gitchy Gitchy Ya Ya," featuring Nick Name. 
Oh yeah, nickname. Yes, sir. Talk about uh, talk about that doing that song. What brought you together with nickname and the producer Carlos Capone? Yeah, so Carlos Capone is uh, like one of my old <laughs> my boys have never met him personally, but that's the homie from it's Pittsburgh that moved a, out here. Invisible friend. The invisible friend. <laughs> now, uh, me and Carlos worked on that whole project together. Um, but with nickname, he was part of a crew called uh, New Alliance West. Okay. Uh, New Alliance West with like um, Unique Divine, who's now part of Brown Girls and Smeared Lipstick. Okay, crew. I know Unique. Yeah, 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 I know her. So um, I just remember just seeing him on stage, and it, he just like the way he was fast with his delivery. I definitely wanted to do a project with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? so. Okay, cool. Well, why don't we? Um, since we were talking about, it, let's not just talk about. It, let's be about it. Let's get into Gitchy 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 Ya Ya. Damn it, Moscato, right here. <laughs> Respect the underground radio. And I call radio. The mission every Saturday. We turn up, we turn up, we turn up. All right. Let me put a little pause to that. Uh, you up over there, Mikey. T- tell us about that now. When, when did you, how long is, how old is that song, Gitchy Gitchy Ya Ya? Shit, that one right there is about four years old. Okay, okay. Is that and that was off that uh, mixtape? Exactly. Uh, damn it, Moscato. Oh no, that's off. Uh, Nobody fresher presents. Nobody that dude. fresher presents that dude. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. It's good to know. Um, we'll be listening to some more music today. Um, growing up and growing up and so you you moved back here later in life. You said mm-hmm. you wanted to move here to have your family here, and you exactly. also mentioned you have a girlfriend, a wife, a wife. Yeah, uh, eighteen years. Oh, eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Same woman. Wow, that's a, that a. That's a uh, that's a monument. Uh, pre- I select that. I respect that. I'm trying to get to that level. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I've been with my wife seven seven years. We've been married three years. So I'm trying to get there. Oh, man. Hey, Slowly but surely, one day at a time. You know. But I love my wife. Uh, it's no doubt. And appreciate my son Jace Kirby. Uh, he gave me one of his juicy juices to come <laughs> to the show today. I feel bad. I took that Moscato, man. No, 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 no. The Moscato was for you. Hey, he's he's the one that took my Moscato. <laughs> but that's all right. It's too early for me to drink anyway. I used to drink on the show, but it's a morning show, so I try not to drink too much. Um, what uh, what's the what's the best and worst part? You became a rapper later in life. I think you could give us a good answer here. What's the best and worst part of being a rapper? Period. Uh, in general, what's the best things that come from it? What's the worst things that come from it? I can give you mine um, to get you started. For me, the best part was doing shows, and the worst part was hanging out in a room full of loud men <laughs> <laughs> that were usually getting drunk and high. Yeah, listen, I don't want to have to uh, go back on that. I mean, I can relate. I definitely that was fun relate. when I was younger, but I just grew out of it. I just didn't want to be in a room full of loud men a lot. And when I was when I was working in studios and, and recording, you know, it'd be in a, in a room a lot, loud, loud guys in a room, oh, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I grew that. That to me, that was the best and worst parts. I had good experiences in hip hop. I even had, uh, I even had a couple women that tried to groupie me out one, once or twice. But anyway, what what were your best and worst parts of rapping? So uh, some of the best parts, but still are the best parts is that. Well, geez, with everything with COVID. But the best parts when you're performing and you really do just see them in the crowd, just bobbing their heads, smiling, loving it. That's probably one of yeah. the best rushes ever. Right. It's a good um, feeling. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from being at the Circle K and actually hearing Gitchy, which I did hear, that was cool. Oh, you heard somebody playing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Just out of the blue. In the car, somebody know. rocking in yeah. the car. Yeah, that is a great feeling. Yeah, Heck yeah. yeah. I think you stop everything like, damn, I just heard my music. You know what I mean? Me yeah. putting out back in the day CDs. Right. Um. The worst part of it, though, is uh, because I'm a family man, it's it's taking that time away from your family to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have my home home studio, 
Um, and even though we're just like a couple walls away, it's still, you know, it takes a lot out of you because I love my family. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I didn't have a family and try to rap at the same time because I kind of knew I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be good at it. You know what I mean? I, one or the other was going to suffer. So I waited to have a family. That's why I'm such an old man with a three-year-old, you know. <laughs> how old are your How old are your children, Mikey? Yeah, so my oldest uh, over here in March, man, she's going to be uh, the legal drinking age. About we 18? started real young. Oh, no, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we you've been young. with your wife 18. I figured your daughter was like 19. I don't know. I was, <laughs> she's 21. 21, yeah. 21-year-old daughter. You're a young man to have a 21-year-old daughter. But like you be, said, you started early. Started early, man. I'm supposed to be at that grandpa era here in a couple years, but um, I have, what, 18, or, I'm sorry, 21, 17, a 15-year-old here in February, and a uh, 13-year-old. Okay. With well, a baby on the way. With a baby on the way. Start over, Pops. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's her pull-out game you, week. You, <laughs> you now, now, not misunderstood, not the 13-year-old. You have a one on the way. Yes. So, wow, I was getting ready to say you're almost five years, you're out the woods, but yeah, you're right man. back in the woods. Dumb. You know, and I, like, I pride myself in, like, well, you, you know how it is, man. Like, you know, like, you're... You know, like an older dad, you know, I wanted yeah. to have like a lot more energy and stuff sure. like that. So this yeah. time I'm like prepping like, damn, I've been staying up late at night to to yeah. be able to prepare for those diapers. and the I feeds. get you. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I, we, he, my son's almost four. So we're getting through. We're almost through the tough years, of, you know, definitely we're through the, the years of staying up all night and that okay. kind of thing. But he's, um, you know, he's pretty much got it to where he's most of the time doing the right thing with the potty. And, and so he's good. You know, he's in a, getting a, a good place. That's we're cool. not we're not. I'm not starting over. I started late. I'm not starting over. <laughs> Respect. But a blessing, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, kids are a blessing. I'm so happy I had my son and uh, I have a stepson that's 21. So I have the best of both worlds, you know, so, similar to what, you know, maybe. I, uh, anyway. um Wow, yeah, just right back in it, huh? I was—I think your wife should teach a class because she still, she still got you shooting up the club. Eighteen years, twenty-one years in—that's a skill, you know. A lot of ladies have a hard time holding interest in a man for twenty-one months, twenty-one days, much That's less true. twenty-one wow. years, man. man she's she's a baddie, you know what I mean? When we when we uh, when we do get around each other, you know, it's a different story. We used to have hallway sex. That's when you. You see each other in the hallway. You just walk past and say, fuck you. No, not fuck you. <laughs> I knew the joke was coming. I'll let yeah. you get it off. I'll let you get it off. <laughs> hey, um, uh, is she... Don't, I am mildly racial. Is she a Latin woman? What, what, what race? She is, yeah, man. Okay. She's uh, Mexican and Italian. Wow. Wow. See, when it comes... I'm married. I'm, I'm, I'm married, so I just, I just dream about these genetic combos, but Italian and Mexican, wow. See, because like I said, we didn't have... When I was young, young and doing it, we didn't have a lot of uh, Mexican, uh, Chicano, Latino women. So I, it's something I've never experienced. I never had a chance to. So uh, that's... Um, and, you know, and now I'm married to the last vagina I'll ever be with. I love my wife very much. And so that's it. You know, this is it. I don't I tell her all the time it's bad when you get to my age, when I see pretty women, I don't even see their nice legs or butt or tits anymore. I just see their problems. I'd be wow. like, ah, oh, she got a crazy ex-boyfriend, wow. a baby daddy. <laughs> Damn, her mama is mad all that's the time. Years on like, I just see a woman's problems. That's what age do So, well, <laughs> it, it might be just me. Don't take it. Don't take it offense. It, it might not happen I'm for not you. Taking it to I, I, I was taught by some old men in North Carolina that had many hundreds of children and grandchildren, and they they sowed their seed long into their uh, old life. I think it's personal. I think it's just me. You know, I uh, I don't need no more problems. So I'm That's happy right. with my woman and the problems I've got. You That's know right. what I mean? Yeah, so. Uh, 
because women just look like problems to me. That's what I t- that's what I say in public when my wife's listening. You understand, DJ? That's what I say when my wife's listening. But uh, Mike and Moscato, what drove you at a late age? You had your whole head together. What artist? What it could be a personal friend. I would imagine somebody inspired you to rap. I mean, I know your friend passed, but. Who, what artist, who did you look up to at that time that said, I want to do that. I want to be like him. I want to. Um, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm always like local. I keep my, my, my ear to like local artists. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like Avondale Productions is really what influenced me. Okay. You know what I mean? So, okay. you know, Gmo and Young Fee. Okay. They're, they're out here, right? Mm-hmm. Gmo sounds Avondale. familiar. Yeah, I just played a record from Gmo the other day. He had a new record in the in the record pool. Um well, you know that that's cool. That's cool, and and you moved to Arizona to build your family here. And what is it going to be a full length, Mikey? The last project you were that dude is that correct? Your last full length project you yes, were that dude. Are you working on a full length Mikey Moscato project? So the uh, the name of the new project, like official, is going to be Damn It Moscato. And, okay. Um, was going back just because I'm my own worst critic. The songs that I like, songs that I haven't even put out. You know, my boy Dijon keeps me like, dude, those are old. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but right. with him like ha- uh, producing songs for me, so I'm going back whether it's going to be an EP or if I need to come back and get more tracks and do like a full length album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure because you know a lot of days now nowadays it's a lot of single driven. You know, people feel like they don't even have to do a full length; they can drop just drop singles once a month or something, mm-hmm. and you can do that. But I think you miss out on, uh, and some artists are more suited to be single artists, but I think you miss out on discovering about an artist when you don't have a full-length project. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. you learn more about uh, an artist when you hear their skits or their or their album cuts. You know, everything doesn't have to be a single. You know, some of my favorite songs in hip-hop were, were album cuts. They weren't, they weren't singles. Because, you know, I'm an old man, and back in the early 90s and 90s, everybody had to have a radio single. And a lot of times the radio single was influenced by the label. So it was softer, or it was not as, is not their best work. It was the work meant to cross over. So to, like to, large to an old, yeah, to an old head like me, the single doesn't really, that doesn't excite me, the connotation of a single, because it seems like you're usually going for a target audience when you have a single. I like when a rapper or artist creator is just expressing themselves. Like, honestly, what do you feel like? And, and I think, um, I think that's what drove you to start being an artist. That feeling that your friend passing gave you, drove you and gave you a lot of emotion. And, and, you know, it's interesting to me that you've never touched on that. Basically again, you said you've never really had a heartfelt song since that most, they've all been mostly uh, slick talk. Yeah. Like, well, um, I have had one, you know what I mean? Um, okay. Called, uh, Oh damn, man, it's been so long. It's not actually on that same project. It's the very last song. Okay. Um, but I just feel like you know, if they they all know, like I am a definitely a jokester. I like to show like the the lighter things of everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like a very sensitive dude. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think touching on some of that stuff is something I I definitely want to do. You know, but when you just uh, you move away from a place to kind of get away from a life that's haunted you a, a lot, mm-hmm. you know, it's really hard to kind of tap into that. But I think. Uh, I think maybe it should be something I would do here in the future. Okay, okay, and you know, and a full length project gives you gives you room to to expand on that, you know, and share your experience, you know. Um, and I, you know, I'm sure you you've got a very interesting experience to share, being who you are, you know. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. What, so you were around and watched um, Wiz and. Um, Mac Miller, you watched them come and go, or you watched them blow up? There were or? like there were years after. Actually, when uh, he did, uh, uh, 
Or they Prince were kind of the, Prince of the Cities, like really when I first heard like Wiz. Okay. Um, but that's like literally like right when I was moving from Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? So okay. I you were on the way out when mm-hmm. they were, when they were coming out. I got you. Uh, a lot of times you get crossover. Sometimes you don't. Do you? What do you? What do you think? Um, we, so you didn't do much hip hop in Pittsburgh. We cleared that. I'm clearing my no, mind. No, no, what no. do you think is good and bad about the Arizona hip hop scene? Positive um, and negative. Well, like really coming now from a um, a standpoint where like I've been I, my project's been delayed so long because now I'm actually recording other artists, mm-hmm. you know my experiences and, and giving it to them. Um, I think there's just like a from an engineer standpoint, you know what I mean. I think we're all doing a great job. Like you know, there's so much money to be made out here, but I think it should be really looked at as make these artists sound great, so the city don't sound stupid. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, and, and don't have great production behind them, which we got a lot of great engineers and producers out here. You know, that even have billboards. Uh, we're in the facility of a billboard artist right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Felix. Exactly. Felix at Delgato in the room, in the building. But we're so, it's like such a large area, whether you're like North Phoenix, the West Valley to, you know, East mm-hmm. Valley. Um, I just don't think we've we've gotten that whole mindset where we need to, it don't mean you have to work together and do projects together. You know what I mean? But really just put on for one another so the whole city looks great. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just like you had like back in like Atlanta with the Dungeon Families and all that when they had a movement. I think that's really what we need. Mm-hmm. But it's egos. It's it's like old heads like myself, you know what I mean, with the new artists that are out here, you know. Um, the thing is, man, no one's reinventing the wheel. You just got to make it smoother. We come together, we're going to make the ride a lot smoother. Right. I agree. That's a good way to look at it. I appreciate that. I'm trying to bring people together, and they are... You know, there there's some there is some like musty little beefs or people just don't get along and there's there is always an influx of new artists it seems like here. A lot of people move here, so there's always new people coming in. And um do you feel that there's uh what's what's good about it? That you sound like you focused on what's bad about it and that right there. What's what's good about the the Arizona hip hop scene? Oh shit, my bad. I was trying to go good with that. Hold on a second. That was the good. Loose. That was the good part. No, 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 no. No, but um, a lot. And, and mind you, when I ask this question to a lot of the other artists that have been in the room, they, they, they the same thing. It's the it's the lack of people supporting each other or getting along. And like you said, everybody doesn't have to be on the same team. But uh, there does seem to be this kind of air of when somebody starts making a move. You know, people kind of hate on them. And crabs in the bucket. Well, you know, yeah, get pulled down. Thing. But yeah. you know what? I feel like I feel like a. You know, like my target audience isn't for Dijon to to be my number one fan, right? Right. And I think that's the thing. Like a lot of artists are like, you know, when you're promoting to another artist, don't really expect to get the damn. Now I'm gonna put everything aside because I like what you have to hear, and I'm not gonna say none. We we all like our own babies the best. Let's yeah, be honest. Without a doubt. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so you know, us helping reach out to get further to people, like you know, platforms like this. I think that's really gonna help. What's good about that the Arizona uh, scene? I think it is because it's it's such a melting pot. There is a lot of different sounds that come in mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? And um, from what I've seen, man, it's just a lot of hungry artists, a lot of great talent. And I see that everybody now is putting all the pieces together on my end. I mean, you hear that like, oh, they're hating. But I think everybody's doing right from promotion. I think like, um, you know, the Internet is helping out so much to where you don't have to have big pockets to go ahead and get mm-hmm. your music out to everybody. I but agree. then when they start finding out that you do put some money behind your music, you're going to take it. Sky high, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Perfect example, Dijon. You know what I mean. It's just you know you you market yourself right. You know, put some money behind you. It's gonna blow. It's gonna happen. I think that uh, I I mean it's no. Speak up, Dijon. Uh, but I think tap that, uh, in. Tap in. Honestly, what I feel like when it comes to Arizona, you know, the music scene, 
I'm I'm a sing I'm a I'm a project guy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I would love to hear like other artists' projects fully and be like, wow, wow, like I know who this person is. Regardless of what it is, if it can be some trap shit, whatever your genre is when it comes into the rap stuff, it's like I want a full body of work. So then I want to I want to bump this. Um, and then even with the community, like on my end, I see the community out here like that's really helping each other as well. I, I see that. But I guess it's just like it's, there's different like areas when it comes to Arizona, like where other artists are helping each other, and there's other artists that are, that are not. But like mm-hmm. in my little section that I'm around, I'm like, they're just people that's actually doing this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think people are slowly coming together. They're slowly yeah. coming together. I agree with you, G-Jong. And um, Bootleg Cab actually did a uh, oh that cipher. He did a cipher. It's incredible. I watched it. Yeah, yes, he's putting two days everybody ago. Yep. on the map. Yep. And I was like, that's beautiful. One of my biggest gripes, though, and I'm not gonna try to be like I'm a hater or anything. Gripe like it this. up. Let's turn the music. Hold on. Let's turn the music down. One of my Let biggest gripes, quick. though, the artist that was on there, they had their phones, bro. Like that was my only biggest gripe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm an old head, and I will agree. Um, I don't even even though they they rap their verse well, and it maybe was well. maybe that's their style. You know, they sounded like okay. them how they're reading their phone. They they did it well enough to where I guess that's their style. I'm an old fashioned okay. man. I don't like reading off the phone. Right. It's like I want to see you spit it off. And a, and a couple of those guys rapped in a way where they couldn't they they couldn't rap their style off the phone. Mm. You, you understand what I yeah. mean? Like some of those guys have very intricate rap. Like you have to know that shit by heart. You right. can't be reading it and rapping it at the right. same time. And you know that's to me that's trying a little harder. And I like the guys that try hard. You know I'm old fashioned. I like the guys that, that learn their verse. It's very hard. The biggest it's thing for me do. rapping was always memorization. I can write very fast, but memorization and getting something mm-hmm. uh, down and ready to perform in my head, especially as I got older, I always enjoyed medicine. I'm a bit dyslexic, so I had these obstacles to overcome, yeah. if you will, Dijon. Oh yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I appreciate the guys that try a little harder. And um, you know, Jalopy. Bungus, I'm a big fan of. Of course, oh, De La Prim, I'm yep. a big fan of. And there was a couple other guys in the cypher I really enjoyed. I didn't like the reading off the phone, but hey, you know, I teach mean, his own. It's a new yeah, world, you know. Exactly. At no least they, they spit the shit straight through. Nobody punched exactly. in anyway, right. you know. No shade, but I, that was just one of my things. Cause it's, it's I the it. hip-hop culture that I, I need right. probably need to have, get rid of that old mentality. But other than that, though, it was dope. It was a great look. To get Arizona Wonderful. On the map. Is Bootleg Kev? Is I'm, he's? Pardon me, I'm unfamiliar. Is he just a guy? Is he a nationwide guy? Is he an Arizona guy? Is I cool? think he's from Arizona, but okay. he has a, a, a audience. You know what I'm okay, saying? cool. Well, yeah, no, he started it was, off it, here. He started off on his own okay. you know, radio yeah. station here. Cool, cool, cool. I, I'm just un, I'm still catching up on everything Arizona, and I'm unfamiliar. But there was a Bootleg. It sounded like to me in the past there was a. A bootleg Kev. I don't know if I heard about him or if there was somebody on the East Coast that had a similar name. I'm remembering. I just don't. You know, it gets fuzzy up there sometimes. Yeah. You got to forgive me. Yeah, but bootleg Kev's known. You know, what I, mean? okay. I would say yeah. like, no, no, like, the name. I, I know the name, so I, I just don't know where I first heard the name. I definitely am familiar with the name. What um, what about your what about your manhood makes it to where you can rock so much pink so confidently, Mikey Moscato? Is it the fact it brings out the pink in your in your uh, in your do. cheeks? Is that what is the ladies like that? I'm just trying to get on my camera today. You get on your camera. <laughs> no. Do you um, have I'm you had confident, it? man? I'm that dude. Have you? You're that dude, and you bring it. You're confident. Your music represents that. Uh, no homo pause. You're you're a nice looking guy. The right side of your face looks like the left side. You've got a nice skin tone. <laughs> have you had any problems with women? 
approaching you? Do you have any groupie stories? Now, I know you've been with a woman the whole time, so you didn't indulge. Let's make that clear. But have you had any woman push up to you at the show, after the show? Have you, any funny, any, any groupie stories at all? Any ladies want to drink some, sip some Moscato? Nah, man. I mean, like, I, I try to keep it real, you know, business related. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at one time, like, all my artists that were in the studio were females, mm. you know. Was that a problem at home? Did your woman understand? Y'all been together, have a solid foundation, yeah, so. Yeah, no, I don't, I, uh, I don't think so. I never really asked her, but, I mean, she knows I'm <laughs> about business when I go there. But okay. then again, too, yeah. you know, it's it's smeared lipstick crew, you know what I mean? Uh, right. There, I know. We, we like say, no, say less. Say less. <laughs> Those are my girls, though. Shout say out. less. Respect to, the, uh, respect to the female Wu-Tang. That's what I call them. Yeah, smeared hey, lipstick. I like that. Uh, I've been enamored with them since the day I met them. And, you know, uh, you know, hey, I like a manly woman. You know, and and they're all beautiful ladies. When I say manly woman, don't take that the wrong way. But they're all very direct ladies that, you know, handle business. And I like that. I like women like that. Uh, I may be biased. I was the I was the assistant trainer for the Lady Hurricane basketball team when I was in college. So I spent my time around a lot of um, ladies. Uh, that uh, were very direct and um, some masculine, uh, some muscular. But, you know, they were, they were ladies of all varieties. The Lady Kane, shout to them. They won the JUCO championships in 1991. I appreciate y'all ladies. Uh, I was the assistant trainer. I traveled with them. And people used to ask me, Swerve, you could have been the assistant trainer for the men's team. Why, why did you? And I said, well, because it was the ladies' team. And if I'm going to be traveling around in a bus, I'd rather be in a bus full of women than a bus full of guys. I I didn't understand how they didn't understand. We didn't understand each other, but moving on, you know. That could be good. That could be bad. Shout out to the Lady Canes. Well, I was naive. I thought they all might be interested in me, but it turned out only about half of them were (laughs) interested. Only about half of them were interested in my type, and only about half of them might have been interested in me. So the numbers were way off compared to what I thought going in. Um, Mikey Moscato, being settled down at such a young age, do you feel like uh, I'm not? We're not gonna go there. That's just trouble. Um, hip hop. What What does it mean to you? Were you a fan of hip hop before you started listening? Before you started, uh, who were you a big fan of bef- oh, yeah. before you started rapping? Who was Who were your biggest uh, Who were your biggest uh, fan of? Because you crazy. have a you have a very East Coast, you know, you grew up in the East Coast, but then you all you born here, moved back here, very West Coast, and um, you know, me being on the East Coast, we didn't like Twister or uh, there's a bunch of groups um, that we didn't get into as much as say um, Arizona gets into. Well, like I think um, so, it's different, I guess. So, yeah. how do you think that affects your music being in East Coast and West Coast influenced? Well, I think even, like, my whole life, I mean, I still love, like, uh, your West Coast artists. You know what I mean? Like, one of the first artists, and I'm dating myself, I don't care, I'm, a, I'm an old head, but, like, um, you know, Six in the Morning, you know what I mean? Stuff mm-hmm. like that that you hear. Um, that, like, was a heavy influence on me, and I think maybe even the way I, like, I talk, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely like, been influenced by hip-hop and the way I talk, sure. Yeah. yeah, well, even just, like, you know, your surroundings, but, uh, um, like, some of the artists that I love that have always stuck with me, I mean... Uh, when you I said de- six in the morning, you mean Ice T? Six Ice-T, in the morning. Six in the morning, and then yeah, also okay when Snoop Reed did it, when, when, even when yeah, Snoop Reed did, did it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've always loved that West Coast music. Like um, DJ Quick has always been someone that forever will be timeless for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when like uh, OTS actually had him uh, come out here and do a show. You know, what I mean, I opened up for him. It was the coolest thing me and Greg did. You know, we opened up for DJ Quick. So like your DJ Quicks, um, 
you know, the Dungeon family from Atlanta, you know, mm-hmm. these are like older artists, but like, you know, mm-hmm. you have Outkast, you know what I mean? You have right. Goody Mob that stuck with me. Um, that, was, that, that makes sense. What you're saying makes sense when I haven't listened just, to your music. It's diverse. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I've loved like even too like, um, and again, I'm going back to my age, like even like your, your East Coast, since you know you're from the East Coast, I love mm-hmm. um, like your Wu Tang, you know what I mean, and different stuff like that. You know, I love hip hop, and I'm, I'm a fan first. Right, I got you. Have you had any? Have you had any beef situations? Have you had ever had any like? Uh, and I'm talking about rap beef, not not things outside of rap music, but music beef, rap beef. You ever had any of that? No, nah, man. I you seem pretty mellow and so is... positive. Yeah, I don't know how anybody would. Uh, I don't know any, you know, unless it was personal. I don't know anybody how anybody would would beef with you. Well, the way they they hear me complain all the time, so they probably think I would have a lot of beefs. But it's just like, um, you know, just misunderstandings. You know what I mean? Um, nothing crazy, nothing to even talk about. Since you are the older statesman of your crew, are you kind of? And you said you're recording a bunch of artists now. Is are you are you become an engineer producer? Engineer, yeah. I mean, I, as far as like with the producing, I'll definitely leave like that to you know what I mean, like Dijon, just because he's okay. so you know. I, I don't think I would ever get to that level uh, of creating music like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. But you, um, but, yeah. but you engineer, and you're kind of taking the lead for the team. And I would say that. And, no, in that and aspect, it's nobody's in that fresher. Is that the nobody's fresher? Is the team? Is that yes, the, that's what we're rolling with? Yes, I want to make sure all this is clear. And uh, as we're moving on, well, I've been playing lately on the Flower Show. You sent me Flex. And it's just a little, you know, it's just a little something, just a little something that you uh, put out there. But I think it represents the the Moscato brand well. Um, and I think your music is mainly geared towards women. Would I be wrong to say that? No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you know, and because, you know, if you make something for the ladies, the guys will follow, right? If, it, like, if the girls like it, the guys. That's what he used to say. Like, even like, uh, well, women will buy CDs. Dudes will burn them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or steal them. Either way, one, one version or the other is stealing. Yes, what is your... Um, uh, what is your and this never causes man? You must have a great wife, Italian and Mexican, and has no problem with any of this. Let me see who's watching this live. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm playing. No, nah, she's wonderful, man. But you know, like, uh, we, you know, I might seem like a great guy too, but there's gonna be parts of her like I can't stand his ass. You know, and there's parts where, um, well, when you've you know, been with somebody so long, God bless you. I mean, you know, <laughs> me and my wife fortunately are able to laugh about usually. Like I get real mad when I lost something. I think somebody moved it. That's my, you know, I get real, and when I when I when I get frustrated about not being able to find it, it go, I get to that lizard brain, right, and I can't find it because I'm not thinking clearly, and then I get mad, and then I start when I'm not thinking right, I start blaming people like Ah, Justice got this, Ah, you, you what'd you do with my shit, you know what I mean? But uh, other than that, we get along real well. I'm happy to be in a relationship, uh, you know. And obviously, you are well. I'm just blown away, man. Uh, uh, Italian and Mexican. I'm just trying to figure that out, dog. Pardon me. Let's get into Flex. We will listen to Flex. We'll talk about it after we get into it right here on the mission. Respect the underground, home of quality independent music. This is Mikey Moscato. Flex. I love this track, by the way. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh oh. Respect the underground radio. All right, right there, home of quality, independent music, icon radio, respect the underground, worldwide radio. That was Flex. Now, what? That was just a. Was that a little something to keep the streets warm while you're cooking something else up? Yes, like, sir. I've been sitting on that here for a while, so I wanted to go ahead and drop it, and then uh, 
My boy Pyro's like running some deal on some videos. You know me, I like to save money like the next man. I hear Pyro's name a lot. Is he the graphic designer video guy, the go-to guy? Now, I hear of other video guys, don't get me wrong, but especially with the graphic design, I hear the name Pyro a lot. Oh, yeah. He's a go-to guy, right? A lot of people use him? A lot of people, yeah. I mean, um, he just got great work, you know what I mean? At a good, like, good price, but like... Uh, Pyro's always broke bread with me. You know what I mean? He's put me on a lot of his shows. Okay. Um, showed love. So even though I like to function with other people or still have yet to, um, Pyro's always one of those ones that I'll go to. Mm-hmm. He actually uh, helped us with a couple logos. Or NBA the Nobody logo. Fresher logo Nobody is Fresher actually Pyro. Oh, okay. Pyro. Cool. 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 Good to know. Good to know. He's hey, For everybody out there, if you're NAZ, you don't know nothing, there's, a, there's some good guys to contact. I know Pyro's a good guy to contact. So we're giving that shout out. Um... In your family, I just kind of hate to dwell on negative stuff. Let's keep it positive. You're such a light guy. What What's your favorite brand of wine? Because my wife is a wine drinker, and she likes it all from the cheap to the more expensive. Um, but, you know, we're on a budget, so we don't spend too much on wine. And I've heard from some wine people that they like cheap wine better than expensive wine. Yeah, I like, I like it's not the, about the price. The, like those Arbor Mist, uh, you know what I mean, Moscatos, those are cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Like little dollar, like, well, they're like two, what, three bucks, you know what I mean? But that's all. The little solo joints? No, I like the, the big ones. You know oh, what okay. Mean? So you really do drink Moscato a oh, lot. Yeah. That's, just, that's not just a name. That's a brand. That's no, for real. Do you see yourself having your own Moscato one day? That shit would be dope as hell, man. I would love to have that. That would be. I think like that would be great. Like some like Roscato, like the Roscatos they have out there. Oh, okay. Okay. Because um, I think you're changing the, I think you're changing the, you know, there was a day where it seemed like Moscato was more of a woman's drink. Am I wrong in thinking that? Or is that crazy? Is that, no, I Because I like Moscato. Because I like, if I'm going to drink wine, I like a sweet wine. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like a dry wine. I don't, I don't like, like no a dry wine. wine. Right, no, like no, it. none of that. You know, um... That. No, you know what, man? I, I, I rebranded and did all this for my boy Bougie. You know what I mean? Like uh, I just met Bougie, kinda. He was in the studio a couple of weeks ago he, when he had just got out. Respect yeah, for being Boys out, home. you know? Yeah, everybody respect. Free everybody, goddammit. Yeah, some years back, man. Because uh, you know he, he used to go by the young JP or JP, mm-hmm. and like he told me, like um, JP Morgan or there's other JPs out there. You know what I mean? So he had to rebrand. And like, you know, I don't have my artist name on my Facebook, you know what I mean? It was Mike, you know, so people know me, I'm short in stature, Mikey, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it just was only right, like, It's Mikey fun to Moscato. say, Mikey! Exactly. Especially <laughs> if you're Italian, any of your Italian uh, family-in-law, like, uh, Mikey! Listen, I'm going to be honest, probably back in Pittsburgh, there was a lot of times that I fronted like I was Italian, you know what I mean? Right, right. Was it made it a little easier to fit in? <laughs> a little bit easier, a little yeah, bit yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that angle, but yeah, I can see that, I can yeah, see man. that now. Get, yeah, get yeah. the curls with the perm in your a hair. A lot of Italians in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. My, I had family lived in Philadelphia. They lived in like a little Italian neighborhood, which it was in the city, but they kept it very, somehow, they kept it very nice on their oh, yeah. block. There was no problems at all. Some guy moved in, tried to sell dope. They psh, they got him up out of there. I don't know exactly how they did it, but they got him up out of there. You know. uh, somehow, Italians control certain things. I don't know. I don't know. You have to figure it out on your own. You won't hear it from me. Deep I don't family know. roots. Yeah, deep family roots. Um, so what is I've, I've barely heard about bougie you brought him up basically like y'all are friends what 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 does he mean to arizona hip-hop because just from the outside not knowing nothing from nothing it seems like his name carries a lot of weight um was it his street credibility was it his artist or artistic endeavors which one or both or what do you what do you think makes his name hold weight like that i I mean, from my personal experience from him, he's always just been, um, it's not a facade, you know what I mean, with Bougie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but also like from the very first day that I met him or seen even his work, it's always been quality. Nothing less but quality. So he brings that around him like that's what I get from him. Okay, you know quality. I mean? That's a good thing to carry with your name, quality. All right, well we'll leave that there. Um, what as you're working on this new project, do you have a do you have a date? Are you looking forward to a time when you're going to release it? Or are you going to wait till after COVID goes away? What, do you have a plan? What do you, what's your idea for this full length Moscato? So so many ideas are running through my head. right A case now. of Moscato. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, uh, you could do it. You could do a. Sh- I mean, I just this mixtape names come to head just real. You know, a case of Moscato or whatever. You know, the, a lot of marketing could be done with your name because oh, it's, you, it's a very popular. You know, very popular drink. Well, I'm king of procrastination, and I'm just trying to finish up everything before baby gets here with all these other artists. Um, but yeah. I would definitely love to put something out. About my you do have a new baby. You do have a new right. baby coming, so that's gonna make things difficult a little bit. No matter how understanding Miss Miss Ma'am is, you know, oh, yeah. it's gonna be difficult with a new baby. Um, I did get a lot of shit done with the new baby though, because the new baby will, when they're young, they just kind of hang out with you. They don't care what you're doing. You know, they're in the little seat. They just hang out. They don't care. And then they start getting demanding a little way. You well know. I don't have to tell you nothing. But anyway. I've, I've had the baby carry over me while I'm ironing clothes. You know what I mean? Put it on the back, do dishes. I know. Dijon's got the nice rims. I feel like Dijon might be a man in the street. Do you have a, a girlfriend or a significant other, or are you just out here in the breeze, Dijon? Is that a bad question? We don't have to talk no, about it if you don't want question. to. I got a, uh, yeah, I got a lady. We actually uh, we stay together. Okay, well, good. That's that's half official. You're almost half there. Half well, you know, you you know, until you put on the yeah, until you put on the, the you know, until you go all the way. You, good for life. Bless you. You just practicing, but good salute, <laughs> salute to everybody practicing out there. You know, <laughs> I'm just practicing. if you can just leave with your shit and and not have to talk to anybody else about it, that's easy. You know, like <laughs> no lawyers or courts and all that. You can just be like, ah, I'm out. But uh, salute to you. I'm glad you got a lady. Um, uh, GMC, single man? No? Uh, GMC? That's a, that's a tough question right okay, now. Okay, we'll leave you alone, GMC. We're going through some COVID it's, issues It's right complicated. Now. We don't it's have to, we turn, don't have to talk about it. I won't say any names. I, I got but, kids, though, so it's, it's, it's a blessing. I got right. two stepkids and a son of God bless you, good. Yeah, I had, a, I had a gentleman on here that I asked him a question about his relationship, and he wanted me to... After the fact, we edited the interview. And wow. if you, you go back and watch the interviews close enough, you can see who it is. I won't say no names. But, yeah, someone did want to edit that out. So I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Swerve is not here to get his views up in that way by ruining anybody's relationship. You know That's what right. I mean? Um, uh, I've got some more music. Uh, what have I got from Mikey? This is Us by Mikey Moscato. Does that ring a bell to you? Do you know what that is? I think it was one of uh, one of the show sets I sent you. I'm not sure of the track, though. Yeah, it probably is a show set. We won't worry about playing that. I thought it might be one song, but we did rock a show together. I believe, was it at Exodus where we rocked a show together? Three shows, actually. Three Exodus, shows. you yep. DJed the rooftop of the Respect the Underground you were, Okay, yep, yep. Let's shout that out to the Hip Hop Fest yep. at, the, at the rooftop of the, I forget the name of the place, but y'all know. Used to be Club Phoenix back in the day. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, so you performed at Exodus, I remembered, and the rooftop was 45 artists in two days. It was tough to remember <laughs> a all whirlwind, that. A whirlwind. And where was the third one? Uh, the third one, you DJed for... Um, I like getting this information. You hear how the bad the memory is, Dijon? It Leave was the, the medicine alone. Lounge, it was a hookah for you. Yep. D&Ds. Yeah. I don't know whether you did it with Fred. Uh, um, well, no, we did the Unique Divine um, and uh, Monique one, the smeared lipstick one. Right. Okay, I do remember yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, good. Yeah, yeah. You came out like as a feature with it. I, okay, now I remember. Okay, okay. Shout out again to Smeared Lipstick Crew. Um 
Well, we've rocked together a few times, and that's good. That's where the relationship comes from. Most of the people I talk to on the show, we've you know had shows together, some kind of experience. Uh, uh, some people are new. Some people I'm getting to know. Uh, you always had positive energy, and I've been a fan of that, Mikey. You Appreciate know, and, that. and I'm looking. I got into your music this week, building up for the interview, and I'm really looking forward to hearing more of your music. What um, when you do collaborations, what drives you to collaborate with a certain artist? Is it all in house, or is it? Uh, do you have respect for their music? What drives you to? Oh, there's been like relationships that I've had just off of features, like my boy Sonic. You know, like um. He's like this is another Avondale artist that uh, we've made great music together. We got some dope ass tracks. Actually, he's on that way past lit that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as soon as I heard it, I mean, I, I caught the vibe from it. You know what I mean? And I've been working with him ever since. So I do got I got I got to get a vibe. You know, I'm not just gonna um, take money from you just to to get money because my name's going on it forever. Right, 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 right. Um, so you, you were that was a feature with him on his song. Uh, for the way past lit. Yeah, no, that was your song. That's my track. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a little. Conf- I'm saying we we worked together though for years. Oh, now. okay. I got a little confused with the wording there. Part of me, I got a little hazy uh, in the mindset. Um, thank God I'm fresh. Let's talk about that song. So TGIF, you know what I mean. Thank God I'm fresh. Um, I did that with my boy Mizzle, um, Macamillion. I really like this one. It stuck out to me when I was listening, going through the the SoundCloud music. I mean, mind you, it's not your newest music, but yeah. I was I was checking it out. You know? No, this is probably one of my favorite songs. You know what I mean? Thank God I'm fresh, just because it is like the essence of cocky. Doesn't matter if you're wearing a white tee, like I was in my last video, or you're dressed designer down. You know what I mean? You're fresh. Yeah. White tees is James Dean. It's such American tradition, you know. Jeans and a white tee is is, a, is American tradition, and it's a clean look. Long as it's pretty new, you know. Um, no ketchup stains. No ketchup stains. I can't wear white to save my life, man. I can't. It's a curse. When I wear white, I'm gonna eat spaghetti or pizza or something and make a mess. Um, this is one of the ones that stood out to me. Uh, this is off the damn it Moscato tape. Let's listen to this one right quick. It's thank God I'm fresh because I think this sums up Mikey Moscato. I think this song does. Right there, that is Thank God I'm Fresh. I think right now, from the songs I've heard, that is the Moscato anthem, I would say. That's what I would call it. Being fresh, like he said, just being fresh. Being crisp, being clean, no matter what you're wearing. Doesn't have to be designer as long as it's clean and new and uh, rocking for you. What's up, Moscato? I like that one, man. That might be my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that one, man. I don't have a hard time telling people uh, when I like their music because, again... I'm not rapping anymore. I'm happily married. I'm not here for your side piece, your wife, your girlfriend, none of that. I don't want those problems, as I said before. Uh, I'm simply here to broadcast and promote good music and the artists that I want to talk to. You're on the main interview. That means I wanted, I invited you here. I wanted to talk to you. Thanks for coming. No, I appreciate you having me Enough down. Enough being said. Beautiful. Enough said. And, and, you know, Dijon and GMC, you guys are all right, too. Appreciate you. Uh, obviously, because I actually remembered your name, which is hard yeah. for me sometimes. <laughs> Uh, and the, where, do you, where did you get those? I keep looking at Dijon. No homo pause. But I keep looking at Dijon's frames. Where did you get those frames, Dijon? Do you uh, want to give somebody a shout out? They, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to definitely give them a shout out. I wear glasses, so I'm always checking for frames. And, and frames are like a Midwest thing. Because mm-hmm. in Richmond, glasses weren't that big a deal, you know. Uh, it's, but I, from Detroit, my, my white guy, my cool white guys from Detroit in the Midwest, they talk about, you know, frames and uh, and the wood frames and all. So where did you get your glasses from? Let's give them a shout out to uh, nine five. 
They're going to sponsor me one day, so I'm already calling it out. There you go. Well, it, give them some love. Yeah, we get, uh, I give a lot of love out on the show, mm-hmm. and, you know, looking for sponsorship, you yeah. know. They're, they, they're called nine, I can't really see, so. Okay. You know, these is a prescription, but, you right, know, right. it's called 9-5, and uh, they put your prescription in there, taking about, like, a uh, two-week turnaround. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, na- next time, I, I, I need glasses as well. Next time I get a pair, I'm going to check out 9-5. 9-5. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You just... Email them the prescription or whatever, yeah, and I pick just, out the frames, and they send it back, huh? Yep. So, is this online? You don't go to a store, it's, or do you on, go to a store? They got a store in is San Diego. Okay, well, fuck go, that. You, you go just go online. online. Right, <laughs> you right, go online. Yeah. Okay, I think I've heard the name before, but yeah, I'm gonna look into that. I'm yeah, look they look into vintage. That. I hit yeah. him up when he first got. Them. I was like, damn, where did you get those? Yeah, but they he do. always keeps nice frames. Yeah, there you go. What's about the frames? You know, I'm, as I'm learning culture from all around the country, I tell people I've met more people. I've met more Americans. Could you hold on a second? Could you, yeah? Could you shut that door? You know, it's like it's a circus out there. We got a lot of shows going on. You know, there's a lot of titties running around the office. Who knows what's going on out there? You know, <laughs> things happening. It's, uh, it's an adult environment around here at uh, KS Studios, uh, HK Studios. Excuse me for that. Um, the pink Moscato. He's flashy. He doesn't give a fuck. He's got a woman, but he makes incredibly suave music. Is that what you suave suave bole is what the old heads used like to say. That, suave bole, but uh, just very confident, man. Um, did you uh, did you in your family are you the are you the light skinned guy? Or, nah. or is all your family relatively your shade? Oh yeah, we'll definitely get pink in the sun. Because you know I, mean? I had a I had a I had a Puerto Rican friend and uh, he was the he was the lightest one in his family and he like received some love and some hate for that mm-hmm. so I was digging for something there it's obviously not there so we'll move on you've been married T- tell these young guys how do you stay with one woman for 18 20 years right how do you do that, that and I'm gonna I'm preface this question while you think about it no. to say <laughs> I spent a lot of time having two and three year relationships all the way up into my 40s and uh, to be honest you know, it was like a video game. I wanted to move on to the next level. So I said, I'm going to find me a good woman, and I'm going to try very hard to be with one woman for a long time. And that's where I'm at now. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. But I'm only, like I said, I'm only seven years in. My brother, a long time. My brother's a long been time. married to his wife for, you know, 30-some, 40 years or something. How do you stay with a woman and keep it new for 18, 20 years? You're right here talking to us, Mikey. You've done it. You're living it yeah. every day. Man, I, uh, and, wh- and I'll say it's harder when you're an artist. It's harder to... Uh, to me, it seems like the more you're out in the public, the harder it is in a relationship. Maybe not for you, but it seems that way no, to it's me. That way. So it's that way because you because you know you're away. That's number one. You're, you're, you're away. Exactly. People are looking at you a certain way. Men and women are looking at you, looking up to you, liking your music, digging you. You're in the spotlight. It's 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 hard. It's more pressure on a relationship. So please give us some jewels and gems. What do you do to? Me? Uh, my wife enjoys, for instance, when I bring her coffee in the morning. It's a small thing, but I do it every day, like clockwork. When she wakes up, there's usually coffee right there. See, I like that. Except for when she pisses me off. <laughs> you get tea. You get tea today. Um, Your coffee's downstairs. Exactly. <laughs> you know what you did. You, you, know, you, know, you know what you did. If the coffee ain't there, you know what you did. But anyway, what do you give us some advice. I'll shut up. I promise. No, it's all right. I mean... There's gonna be weed, like there's weeds in every grass, you know what I mean. So don't go out there thinking there's something better, you know, away. But uh, uh, that's a big, that's a jewel. You know what I mean? But with her and I, man, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know if it's just because we've been together so long, but um, 
you know, we know what each other likes. Like you said with your wife with the coffee. I know if I go to the store, I'm going to bring back my wife a soda with the straw, with the, you know, the mm-hmm. paper still on the straw. Mm-hmm. There's just certain things that you learn about each other. And um, mm-hmm. it's just comfort is love. From day one, you know what I mean? Me and her, like, um, we helped each other out. We, we saved each other from bad situations. So it's mm-hmm. my one. I feel that. I feel that. And the small things. I feel like I feel like you must pay attention. You must uh, you must remember and pay attention to things she likes because, like you said, the small thing, the straw and the soda, that's what you do. The coffee in the morning. Yeah, but you know, like uh, like any man, you know what I mean. There's a lot of stuff that I miss on that I'm still, you know what I mean. 18 years and I'm still trying to uh, be a better me for her. You know what I mean? God bless you. I hope John John Corona. What's this? I don't know. Did you uh, people who got weird comments on the uh, on the on the check in? <laughs> did you? Uh, is there a time? You know, um, you know. Did you? Twenty years. I mean, God, you can't be that old. Y'all got together. Is is, is there ever a thought like, man, you know, uh, other vagina? Is, what does it feel like? You know, is it? Is it how do you get past those thoughts? They must come across from time to time. Like Jergens and Pornhub, you know what I mean? That's about it, right there. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I tell people all the time: God, God gave you, you know, whether it's a shovel or a hammer, or I love making device. God gave you everything you need. It's right at the end of you. It's right, at the, right in the palm of your hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, yeah, uh, man. I got, I got. I'm so busy, man. You know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm a busy guy. You know what I mean? So, man, I'm just no time for anything else. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, like, I got you. Family life is everything. Well, for you me. said I like your quote. You said uh, there's weeds in all the grass. Is it problems? You laugh when I say I look at bitches and see problems. Excuse me, ladies. When I look at ladies and see problems, you laugh, Dijon. But he said it's weeds and all the grass. Yeah. And that's basically what I was saying. When I look at women, and, and hey, I'm biased because I want to be with my wife. I guess part of it is I'm looking at the negative. My wife said if you were single, you'd, you'd be all in them problems. And maybe uh, that's true. Maybe yeah. that's true. But it's because I'm trying to be with one woman I guess it helps my mind if I focus on the problems the, okay. bo- the boobs look nice but that just gotta come with some problems yeah. young your, women are beautiful you. but young women are young women they come with some problems that's you know real I mean? so I you know I, I maybe I'm mind fucking myself I don't know Dijon if it works if it works then it works I'm trying to be with one woman the rest of my life Dijon I'm trying to practice don't, that yeah too. I'm trying to be with one woman the rest of my life and I'm I'm using every trick in the book if you got me if it works it works hey I waited a long time I had plenty of right. you be like well you only really want one poon the rest of your life Swerve I, I had a lot I had enough poon I, you know what I mean I was 44 five, 45 6 years old when I got married I had enough I'm good you know that's I mean? real I'm ready to be with one woman the rest of my life that's real know? Uh, if I was in Mikey's situation, I don't know. I might be wondering about other vagina. But, you know, I didn't have that much vagina, but they're really not that different. You know, every now and then you catch one that's off the charts good or off the charts terrible. But for the most part, you know, they're, they're not that different. They said right. some whack ass. There, there has been some bad. <laughs> right. There's that's been some time. bad. There's been some good. Um my wife is offered to let me go to the Playboy Bunny Ranch, but I think she's joking or testing me. I don't believe that uh, shit for a minute, you know. You open up the door and you're like, I thought you were and, joking. And my wife has had very, my wife, you know, I don't want to get into it, but, you know, she's an executive suite. There hadn't been a lot of stayovers, you know what I mean? She, her numbers are low, you know what I mean? Her numbers are right, <laughs> you know. So I even told her, you know. You know, you want to go have an experience, I give you a pass. I just don't want to know about it. Don't tell me about it. Don't tell me it's happening. I don't think I can handle it. You know, I never had the mindset of a pimp. You know, a pimp has to let his women be with other men. 
And that's the biggest part of being a that's the hardest part of being a pimp. Mm-hmm. So I've heard. I've never been a pimp, Dijon. I know you can tell. I know you can tell. <laughs> I've never been a pimp. But I hear that's the hardest thing is sharing your woman with other men knowingly. And I've never wanted to try that, you know. I, I, I've never wanted to try that. Not I'm cool all. on that. I'm very okay, I used to think Mikey, I used to think that I was very like uh, freaky. But then I found out through porn that I'm just regular. I just like tits and ass on a cute girl. I don't like all this tying titties up or uh, everything nowadays is is fucking your cousin or your half sister. Why is all porn gone to like incest and shit? I don't know, but people are getting freaky out there. I'm very just a good nice a nice smile and a set of tits. Uh, you you got like, me. You so got the, me. So the midget know. things off the off the, the midget. I've never you know like I said I've never. Uh, <laughs> I've never been offered any midget <laughs> pussy. Uh, I think it's supposed to say small pussy. I think you're supposed to say small pussy. Small yeah, people. Small, small people pussy. Small people pussy. Yeah. Small people pussy. I'm trying to be PC out here, so if I'm if I'm talking, I want some small PC pussy culture. people. I don't know what the small people could do. They done outlawed the circus, basically. it's not You're not allowed to look at small people <laughs> jump around anymore. I don't know what. Oh, I don't know what they could do, but God bless them. Um, Faithful man on deck. <laughs> I've seen a couple small people out here. We didn't have many in Virginia, but I have seen a couple small people in Arizona. And it doesn't fuck you up when you see a small person. Like, I mean, well, I'm vertically gotta... challenged myself, so I mean, I can't. Well, I mean, say not, but yeah, but you're, you're normally mean... small. What are you? What are you? What are you topping out at? You're married. Yeah, it don't yeah, matter. I'm what are you four, topping out I'm at? I'm four feet eighteen inches. You know, four what I mean? so five six. <laughs> it makes it sound big. I'm four Does that feet make it sound inches. better? I don't, I don't know. know. Listen, five six is five. I would six. say, yeah, I would say six foot minus six. If I was you, I'd be like, yeah, I'm six foot minus six. Look, I take it. I'm. Listen, I'm tall. I don't have to worry about a 30 inseam, you know what I mean, hey. flooding or dragging on the ground. So I'm That's cool. right. That's right. You heard him say You heard him say it, ladies. I ain't going to repeat it. He said he's dragging on the ground. You heard it. That's <laughs> it. He's dragging on the ground. <laughs> that shit got tongue twisted. It's been I, fun, Mikey. You know, you know, but it's, you make such fun music, you know, um, and you have great videos. What are you, when is your? Do you have a video? Do you have a song planned? Do we have a video coming? What's the very next thing coming from Mikey Moscato other than a baby? We know that baby's coming yeah. like a comet, like a hot rock to your oh, world, yeah. and uh, and he or she is going to take over. Thank you to Steve Porter. I must stop and say, not only is the East Coast listening in, I'm from the East Coast. A lot of times they check in, especially on Facebook. Steve Porter is an old friend. Grew up in my neighborhood. Managed bars. Uh, so hello, Steve. I just want to say that you know it's kind of Facebook shit. Is that antibacterial? What's yes, that sir. you got going yes, on? Sir. This is uh, my wife gave this. It's good for my psoriasis. Okay. You know what I mean? So okay. my hands get extra extra dry. That sounds like a that sounds like a thing. Let's talk about psoriasis. Not too many rappers come in and talk about psoriasis. You have problems with dry skin. Is that what psoriasis is? Yeah. Like so, I have um, like an autoimmune disease. I have Crohn's disease. Oh fuck! Well, yeah. hey, let's talk about that for you. Yeah, shit, yeah. Let's get into that. It's a shit subject, had, man. It's a I've had subject. Phone, I've had friends that have had it, but they were work friends, and we didn't really get into it. What What is it like having Crohn's disease? Because I had I had abdominal issues for a while. Yeah. I was under huge stress, and I Damn. think I had an ulcer, so I had problems. I couldn't. You good now though, right? No, I'm good. I had pain with certain movements and, uh, you know, I had trouble eating and stuff. But so I thought I had more serious problems. Thank God I didn't have. We don't want to talk about what my problems were anyway. But what is it like dealing with Crohn's disease? Because I've heard it can be very difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, and they know because they battled it through me. I mean, I recorded his first album. We would do 10 minutes and I'd go outside and puke. You know what I mean? So um, it's all about the digestive system. Yeah. So basically, it's like your immune system doesn't know when to shut off. You know, like um, so you get dry skin. You know what I mean? 
because your immune system's fighting each other, so it's just like irritated. Mm. Um, but for my stomach, so when you eat something, your stomach's digesting it. It doesn't know when to shut off, so it it eats into intestines. It keeps eating after the food's yeah. gone. So you scar wow. up, and just like a hair in a drain, you know what I mean. You clog a drain, you know what I mean. Right. So then you, it uh, it almost took my life. You know, I mean, I got like six feet of my stomach. You know what I mean. My lower mm. intestine removed. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when I read about that, I was praying I did not have that shit. Oh yeah. I was like, I don't know what I got, but I do not want to get intestines cut out. So you had the operation, you got mm-hmm. intestines cut out. Yeah, because like every three months, I was back in the <laughs> hospital for like a week. What what maintains it so that that doesn't happen again? So that it doesn't clog up again? How do you maintain it? Uh, so I mean, like I I do go for my medicine. You know what I mean? I do get like uh like injections to help with my immune system. Mm. Uh, but really, and I'm. Can you I'm, can you eat anything, or do you yeah, have to stay like, away honestly, from certain foods? Or? Before, like I couldn't, you know what I mean. I couldn't eat just anything. But after the removal, you know what I mean. Knock on wood. Okay. Um, after removal, I mean my diet has gotten a little bit worse. You know, you just can't overindulge. Make sure to stay hydrate, hydrated, at least off That's my key. own personal experience. Sure. You know what I mean? Because it was like something like caffeine, energy drink, coffee, no water. I think right. that really Four Locos I think that really Messed me up <laughs> Especially here in the desert yeah. So obviously you had A problem that built up Before you really realized You had a problem And yeah, then it kind of I just me. thought it was Just like you know uh, A lot of hot sauce On my food You know what I mean So that was messing me up But it was like right. IBS Stuff like that mm, God man Well please If you're having a problem I tell people go get go get whatever oh, your problem yeah. is checked out as soon as possible because the sooner you get it checked out, the easier it is to help. Oh yeah. Um, just to jump in on your on your team and let you know, I had um, I had hemorrhoids so bad that I got fistulas. Now, I don't know if you know what that is, mm-hmm. but that's basically where you get um, in your in your anus area, your butt area, you get little pockets of pus. Damn. Because <laughs> right, it's bad. It's bad. So basically, your body builds little canals to try to get the infectious pus out. So basically, my that's what a fistula is. So my body like basically built an octopus octopus in my ass because it was trying to get these bad fluids out. Oh damn! So and you know uh, it caused a lot of problems. I got it. I went and got an operation, got it all cut out, and and I'm good now. And I treat things better. I live better. You know, it's very important. So I would say, you know, you think a hemorrhoid ain't shit. I thought a hemorrhoid was just something that old men lived with. If you pay attention to the movies, they're like, yeah, my. You know, I've had a hemorrhoid so long, I gave it a name and all this shit. Hemorrhoids are not natural, and they can help you. And go get that shit fixed. It's get not those, sexy. Get those tucks. And the sooner you get it fixed, the less a problem you'll have. Because if you don't get it fixed, you can end up with a big problem like I had. So that's the medical note we go end on today. But So Crohn's, so you go get medicine, and that helps you deal with it. You haven't had a problem since your operation. No. And you can eat anything. That's incredible. I mean, I know I'm just fearful of that word because once I read up on it and realized what may have to be done, you know, it's a very serious thing. You know? Yeah, like stuff with like seeds, peanuts, stuff like that. I stay away from it. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Cool. Well, that's good to know, man. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that talk, but it's good to let people know. You know what I mean? Uh, well, you know, like, uh, and you I'm you wear that though. you wear that shit well because. You know, you stunting, you styling, you you know, you, you like you said, you make this pussy getting music all the while dealing with the situation. You yeah, know man. I mean? I mean, you got to embrace it. You know, it, it it changed the way I think about a lot of different things. I mean, I like I became septic, almost died. Having my wife, my family go through all that right there changes, you know, the way wow. you think. Wow. That is something. That's incredible, man. That is, that is incredible. Um, let me get you. Let me download this song right quick. <laughs> 
We'll get into Freaky Tales. Let's talk about that with you and Dijon. Is that both of y'all or is yes, that just sir. Dijon? Both of y'all on, on the track together. Freaky Tales. So That reminds me of the great Too Short uh, song from, from years yeah, ago. Yeah, shout out to Too Short. Is this a reimagining yeah. of that or is yeah. just inspired by it? You know, um, when we came up with it, I mean, we've always been talking about it. That, that that has been the inspiration of it. But I brought this out because Dijon, man, I haven't seen this dude in a long time. And this is one song that uh, is going on the project, you know. Uh, I love it. It's probably one of my favorite tracks that me and him that him and I have done. Who who produced the beat? Ronnie Dijon. Okay, okay, all right. Well, it's no better time than the present. All right, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, right here in the beautiful Arizona Glendale Ave. That was Dijon and Mikey Moscato right there. Freaky Tales, an accurate, an accurate throwback with the feeling. I like it. The lady in it. The beat was laid back. I'm feeling that. I like that. Freaky Tales. Mikey making all this sexy music, just married as fuck. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just thinking, I'm just, part of me, I just think about how my wife would react to me making music. Like, who are you making that for? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I throw anything on heavier than Aqua Velvet, she got questions for me. So, you know, that's how it goes. But uh, um, I just the admire, I admire that kind of relationship because it does take a lot in a relationship to understand the creative, the artist, the rapper, uh, especially now uh, you moving on, you're engineering, you're trying to handle and help other people's careers. You know, it's a lot. And you, and you, you mentioned you have three and almost four children. Five. Four and, and one on the way makes yes, five. Sir. Yeah, you almost got the whole uh, the whole team. You almost <laughs> got the whole team. God bless it, man. I love people. Uh, I love it, man. I love the fact that you're so full of life, man, and your music is so lively. Uh, uh, because um, either the quality or the output, some people's music is just fucking depressing these days. You know what I mean? So I like it that you're keeping it light. You're keeping it fun. Uh, it's good times. Uh, you drink a lot of wine. How much wine does Mr. and Ms. Moscato drink on a... Mr. and Ms. Moscato gets a babysitter. They go out to a dinner. They're, gonna, they're out. They're having an adult night, which I know is very precious for me. I'm sure as oh, a parent, yeah. it's precious for you. Date night's the best. Mm -hmm. what, what is Mr. and Ms. Moscato knocking back on a night out as a couple? How many bottles are we drinking? Not, man, she don't drink. She don't drink, she don't at, drink all. at all. So it's just yeah. you sipping. Just oh, me. Just you sipping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like if it's Olive Garden, you know what I mean? Definitely like, you know, a couple glasses of Moscato. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Like I was saying, like those little mini bottles, if you do get a session where you get me loose and I'm... I'm feeling good. I'll probably drink a whole bottle to myself during the session. Mm -hmm. And your mix will still sound good. Uh, MC Shan, I don't know. He's a very old head rapper, but he's uh, bringing wine back. He drinks a lot of uh, wines on his Instagram. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I was raised so hardcore, we used to drink a lot of malt liquor. Oh, yeah. And then uh, and then the white guys I would hang out with would drink a gang, just cases of like, I don't know, Natty Light or Jim Beam. And so and, I, and then I got to a point in life where I just like a couple glasses of brown liquor on ice. No mixer. It can be pretty much any brown liquor. I would prefer Crown Royal or Hennessy. Mm -hmm. uh, I am. Yeah, I have a couple glasses, and I get to a, a little buzz, probably like you do, with a couple glasses of wine, and that's good. That's all I need from liquor. Now, I, I smoke like an old building, you know, cooking coal all day, you know, but uh, um, I, I needed to cut back. I had some years where I got involved in alcohol, and uh, I found myself, you know, passing out at parties and hiding in rooms and, and, and just falling out places. And I, it was too much for me. I had to scale back the alcohol, you know. But, you know, uh, what do you think um, 
what do you think you want if you could snap your fingers and you could change anything about anything what would be the first thing you would change about the world you're Thanos you can snap your fingers and change whatever you want in the world tomorrow whatever Moscato says what's the first thing you would change when you snapped your fingers because it sounds like you got a good life if you got if you got four kids and you still having kids you must not be worried about job security. Uh, your wife is definitely uh, incredible. So it sounds like life is good for Moscato, personally. Uh, and I know everybody has their ups and downs. Maybe it, would be the, maybe it would be the crumb. Maybe be, you snap your fingers and get rid of the crones on a personal level. Somebody has said before, snap their fingers and get rid of all pedophiles. Uh, that was a very a beautiful thing. Sentiment for the world. That was Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. That's what he wanted to do. Um you, but I don't want to influence you. You let me know. What would Mikey Moscato do tomorrow if he could snap his fingers and do anything? Um, I would definitely take away like um, like overdosing, like drug addiction. Okay, I definitely would take that away. Damn, I got to quit weed tomorrow, Mikey. That's Damn. not that's not a hard drug. Nah, I'm, I'm fucking talking with about you. Yeah, you're talking about the real shit. You're yeah. talking about something you will kill you. Yeah, yeah. God bless it. I, uh, I like the flower. Don't don't make me stop that. But yeah, that would be a great thing if everybody that's having trouble with uh, meth cocaine especially heroin anything that's fentanyl inv- uh, 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 involved you know i think they'll throw fentanyl in damn near anything don't you, you go to a, you go to a bad restaurant they might throw some fentanyl in the spaghetti or something you know I hope that, it's, not, that, black death. that shit's mm-hmm. popping up everywhere man oh, yeah. fuck that I, i'm glad i get my medicine from a place that at least i can blame them if shit goes wrong you know what i mean i bought i bought marijuana for a lot of years from a lot of people who were mostly all my friends and i never had a problem but when you're buying stuff off the street, you never know. You know what I mean? You never well, know. Well, next year's going to be a whole different ball game here in AZ. It is. We're going recreational. How does that affect a man who doesn't give a fuck about weed one way or the other? I don't. If you casually smoke, I imagine weed doesn't even come into your life that much. You know? uh, like in the studio, it does. You know what I mean? I just really don't prefer to smell. You know what I mean? That's mm. really just the main thing for me. I think growing up around smokers. See, that's the thing about that. Weed I mean? and cocaine, I love how it smells. <laughs> Some people love the drips, too. <laughs> <laughs> Some people love the trips. I've never experienced with uh I've never experienced the lean as some as the lean uh of course is very popular in this in this area and became popular all over the country now. Uh fortunately the lean was kinda like after my drug trying years, you know. And uh I had a I had a terrible time coughing when I came up as a kid. So I took codeine regularly. Uh, as a child, as medicine, so I don't know. Maybe that's what holds me back. Like it just doesn't seem like fun because it, it was. I, I hated taking all that medicine when I was a kid. So <laughs> uh, I've never gotten into the lean. Uh, I was right there on the edge of ecstasy, and uh, but I just didn't. You know, I, I smelled some things before, but uh, yeah, fortunately, I just like marijuana. You know. It's, I can handle it. Doesn't make me sell the furniture and the TV and shit. And I can. <laughs> what I can, happened to the antenna? I can make enough Smoke money to buy antenna. my. I can make enough money to buy my cannabis. I don't have to. You know. Uh, I don't have to fiend out. Um, but man, a good wine. What is your? What, give us just five. Just give give us two or three of your favorite brands of wine. Well, not so much like brands of wine. Like you I, don't I do you don't care liquor. about brands. No, no. I mean, I do love just like the the cheaper. Like Moscato's are real good. Um, my girl Lexi, she brought a bottle one time of this uh, Roscato. It was dope. I forget it's a blue bottle. So Roscato, uh, that sounds yeah. interesting to me. That's a rosé so and a Moscato like, mix, exactly. kind of. Yeah, that red. And, okay, that's it. Because I would like to get into wine because, like I said, I just like to drink a little bit. 
And I like it when it tastes good. But we should go to a wine tasting. You know what I mean? I never done nothing like that, but we should do it. Yeah, we could. We could do a whole mission show from the wine tasting. I like that. I like that. There we go. That that would be hot. Because, you know, just me sitting here blabbering with artists isn't going to work forever. Eventually, we've got to branch out and do some other shit. So going to the winery with Mikey Moscato on site. Yeah, first. Even if we don't do the live podcast, we just go film it and then play it. I think that's a good idea. I'd like to I'm do that you. with you, Muscati. We'll, that. Muscati, that's how I'm going to fuck up your name. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it's going to be. That's how I'm going to make your name. All right. Well, we got photo finishing here. Uh, so as we get ready to get up out of here, uh, before you do, I just want to say thank you for coming in. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, I was I'm happy to have you and you're just as cool as I thought you were and a great guy uh, and I just wish you the best in this hip hop shit and with the children Thank you, my and with whatever you're doing to uh, to keep that wonderful woman happy while you do all these mad adventures Mikey <laughs> Moscato Dejon GMC thanks for coming into the show Appreciate this is Photo Finish from Mikey Moscato the lesbian Walter Cronwright Dan Rather Smoke Weed Dirty Harry Lee X the Theater that's me you know and every week right here from the beautiful Icon Radio Respect the Underground Worldwide Radio Studios we bring you the mission now our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose their mission that's what our mission is and that's what we do here every week 